Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Sack Vibes. This time we had the blessing of having the power duo of Nessa and DJ Goofy Q in the studio. And in this episode, we talk about not only how to DJ for your city, but how to DJ around the world, how to build a resilient mindset, and we talk about anime a lot. So buckle up. This one is fun. Just a great storyteller. It's going to captivate you the whole time. And as always, enjoy the vibes. Oh, we've been recording this whole time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you should do the intro. Uh, Are we I'm, just jumping straight into the intro and not like, how y'all doing today? None of that no more. I mean, we don't even. I mean, the intro and then how y'all doing. That's like how 102.5. This is 102.5, how y'all doing today? First of all, this ain't 102.5. <laughs> <laughs> that's first how we've been doing first it. First of all, this is sack vibes. This is sack vibes. I feel like all of this should be just in the promo for this. Oh, no, this is the yeah. intro right now. Oh, I'm loving this. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Hello. Let's go. All right, so I'll just hop right into it. We have. Not one. We also have another surprise guest oh. with us today. Yay. And yeah. today, they, one, two, two surprises. Let me just say, this is a this is a dynamic duo of uh, a Sacramento power couple right here. Oh, if I so will. Oh. We got they, they, went there. There. they went there. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just give a little overview about what they be doing out here. They be modeling. And they be modeling together. They be modeling separately. They be mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of modeling. There's a lot of uh, modeling going on here. They be DJing. They be oh shit. He, he, oh, he, he DJ. He, he, I assisting. I assist. Oh, you wouldn't let me finish. Oh, we okay. have assistant to the DJ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But okay, they do do a lot of stuff. They are friggin' great people. And if you haven't t- told by this intro, it's gonna be a fun episode. And we have Nessa and DJ Goofy in the building. Got a letter, DJ Goofy Q. Q, you're gonna get because there's a DJ Goofy. Rewind, but there ain't no DJ Goofy Q. <laughs> yeah, see, because see, DJ right, Goofy well, is YG DJ. Yeah, because really if he would have heard this, I'll yeah. Leave. And we, know, we don't want Disney to find us. Don't worry, I'll leave. Here. My bad. Right. It's okay. Goofy's gonna go home. We're trying to save you all some money. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. <laughs> and a lawsuit <laughs> from Disney. Right, right. <laughs> so we do be thinking about the lawsuits coming around. Right. We get DMs from DJ Goofy. Why were you saying I was on your podcast, dog? I've never been to Sacramento. What is this? Yeah. No, 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 no one named Nessa. What is this? What the f- Start Bruh. rumors out here? Bruh. Man. The funny what? thing is, I bet he has been to Sacramento. I bet he does know someone named Nessa, though. Everybody knows somebody I bet he was probably hella drunk If you know night. Vanessa, you know Nessa. You know, you know what? And Sacramento's, like, I'm pretty sure YG's performing in Sacramento. And I'm pretty sure he was drunk one night, and then he might have list- be listening and be like, dang. I record a podcast. I, I, yeah, Saturday. like, <laughs> like <laughs> what's on the podcast? Hosting for you guys and everything. Like, hey, I did tag vibes. I did tag vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Retweets it. <laughs> Just like, hey, bro. Jesus. <laughs> this kind of works out. No. Now we know the goal. For this. <laughs> now we know the goal for this episode to get retweeted by DJ Goofy. Try to convince him. Hey, nah, nah, bro. In March, remember that show? You know how you don't remember? Right. That's podcast. 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 Backstage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Je- Jedi mind trick. Yeah, yeah. I guess you I will. <laughs> you will not remember this. You will <laughs> retweet, retweet this. this. Yeah. <laughs> you will subscribe to me. Yeah, yeah. You will subscribe. 
And you will send. Longer. You will send me beats. I'm free. never gonna get none of these joke because I've never watched Star Star Wars. Before. She almost caught it. Okay, well that's the she end of the podcast. That's another Wait. podcast. Oh. So what did she almost call it? She almost called it Starbucks. Starbucks, yeah. Almost said Starbucks. Oh God. Hey, I'm. A, well, I can't say I'm a female because there's pretty. There's probably some. Wanna be Princess Leia or something? Yo, like, I, I watched Star Wars. The logo from Star Wars. Oh, so I don't know what Star Wars is killing me. That shit is hella funny. I am half white. I'm honestly don't know where to go with, like, from here. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Oh, so, man. like, what did you do in your life? Like, <laughs> okay, so this, this, this being sacked by the fight, the, the question that makes the sense are you from Sacramento? Me? Both of you. Did oh, you? yeah. Okay. Born and raised. Okay. I am a military brat, so... That ain't the question. Can I Can I answer that question? That's <laughs> <laughs> part of the enough. question. Oh, yeah, hey, we're not going to make our personal stuff into this... No, all right. So now, look, I'm a military brat, so I traveled a lot. Now, I would say I do claim Sacramento. I've been here the longest of mm-hmm. my life. But, yeah, like, am I from Sacramento? No. Do I claim Sacramento? Yeah. Where are you from? Nice. See. Where were you born? I know with military, where were you born? So I was born in Biloxi, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. I stayed there in an incubator chamber for about four months. And then from there to Georgia. You just got to roll over the incubator chamber part? (laughs) Oh, uh, so (laughs) I'm a preemie. So I was born 11 weeks early, which like I actually You really was about to roll over that. Oh, I was just in an incubator. Yeah, 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 I was gonna roll over there. You know, they asked where I was from. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I was a preemie. I was born eleven weeks early. Um, so funny thing about my birth is technically, I, so they say I committed suicide. Like, yeah, it's crazy. So when I came out, they say I did. They they were like they literally say I didn't want to come out. Like mm. they had to kind of like force me out. Mm. So when I actually came out for the first time, took my first breath. They say I maneuvered my way back inside and drowned myself. Like Aquaman, he can breathe underwater. Hey, look! Like, no, it, apparently it, he can't breathe underwater. He, he died. Himself. He died. I drowned myself. Yeah, like, he died. I so came like, out, took a breath, and was like, "Hey, yo, this is not gonna work." So I, they literally say I came all the way out. Feet, everything, and then, like, I guess in the furling and the crying, I, like, move, maneuver myself back toward all the vaginal fluid. And as I was laying there, I stopped crying because I was in the vaginal fluid. I guess yeah. I felt safe. Yeah. But when I stopped crying, I was still breathing. So yeah. I'm just... Oh, yeah, it, it was bad. They shouldn't have blamed you for that. They, they should have yeah, been watching the you. They should have been watching you. You're five seconds old. They have to go blame it on you. <laughs> it's like, wait, you it was wrong timeline. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you, you grown ass man. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? So it's like, like, it's like checking the alarm clock and be like, oh, it's not time again. <laughs> <laughs> And I do that a let lot, me, Let too. me hit the snooze button. <laughs> I, I press the snooze button. Hey, it runs since often. I was born. <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, Incubator, yeah. Georgia. From Georgia, I don't... Like, these are the years I don't... This is, like, what they tell me. Mm. So, Mississippi, Georgia. Georgia for some time. And then from Georgia to Japan. Mm. Wow. And then... So, we went to Japan for three years? 
mm-hmm. three years. So I did like, and this is like the elementary school years where you learn all the stuff. So yeah. I went to school my first year off base. So it's an all Japanese school where they're in, you're literally in school in Japan from like 8 a.m. to like 4.30. Yeah, long ass time. Like you're in school all day. But it's kind of spaced out because you're like you have the in classroom stuff, you have the physical activities where you teach you more. It's only like an hour and a half longer than American schools. Just saying. <laughs> God damn. Wow. Just saying. You know, don't know. So what time? What time do y'all leave for school well, in eight. America? Well, out here eight and three thirty. Because because I was leaving the house at six thirty. Yeah, Nessa was too because you know she was a band geek. Hey, I did have class starting at 645 because I was in yeah, so we, like, we were in school from like forever. I, it felt yeah. like forever for me because I'm just a I young was kid. on them extra, yeah. Yeah, so, and they go to school seven days a week. Like, yeah, you, 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 you go, seven days? You go, so we you don't go have to campus. You, yeah. you, you go to that campus for something every day. Whether it's There's just no a, whether summer it's just, vacation, huh? I'm, they have kind of like breaks. Like the way we have year round here. Year round, they've been doing year round, like year round mm. education in foreign countries forever. Mm. So like year round to America is like new. No, you go to Japan, they're like no, you're in school year. It's funny because one year explaining about this, uh, Wes could actually test to seeing this is um, there's a game called Persona Five, and you're a high school student, and like p- part of the game in the month of January in the winter years here. The winter yeah. months here, right. they go to like I guess Hawaii or somewhere else for okay. vaca- vacation. vacation. Well, it's more of a break, and I guess around that time is where a lot of um, Japanese students, I guess, go and vacation. I don't know if that's true, but that's just the, the oh, game yeah. itself. It was trying to show it. Sounds true. Yeah, because <laughs> the school is in Shibuya, so okay. yeah, in the game. So like, what languages do you speak? Only English now. Mm-hmm. Like, only English now. Um, but while I was there, like, yeah, like, such a young age, you hear it all the time, you're around it. I was bilingual, for sure, easily. Mm-hmm. So, um, we were in Japan a couple of years, three, three years, because we moved out to California on my 11th birthday. When did Virginia come in? I never. That's 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 that, that's, that's at, yeah, my mom's in Virginia, mm-hmm. but my going you to DMV went. was after high school. So um, moved to California, down in the Bay Area, Travis Air Force Base. I mm-hmm. love that place. Uh, so went out there, and mind you, I'm bilingual, mm-hmm. I'm fully bilingual. So I get out there, and like, uh, it was a. Uh, the daycare center on base, one of the counselors was Japanese. Like uh, her, she married in nice. to the military life, so she was like fully Japanese, bro. So when I say you have an 11 year old and a fully grown Japanese woman sitting off to the side talking big shit about people in Japanese, bro. <laughs> oh man, like we. It is so funny because like I under like when you if you didn't know. And that's the one. That's one of the cool things about the military. It's like everybody knows everybody, especially when you've been on the base for so long. Everybody's kids meets everybody. Everyone, all the parents meet. So like, new people would come to the base. They get tra- they get you know stationed at the base, and they would come in. You would see this black kid and this full grown Asian woman sitting off to the side, just cracking up. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, "That's a little, you don't you just don't expect to see that something like that every single day." Yeah, and we're just. 
talking into you, it sounds like gibberish. We're having full blown conversations. Like we're sitting there writing calligraphy, all that. We're just writing, talking, everything, stuff like that. So that was just a fun. That was like a fun year because I had someone I could like connect with from Japan in the states, but then also being in the states and being an American, I still had like. I said my, my pleasure to America, being American and playing basketball and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but eventually she moved because, you know, that's how the military works. They put you somewhere and when it's time for you to go, they move you on. So, eventually she moved and when, when she left and I stopped using it, like, it was gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, I remember, like, being, going places and I see some stuff and I recognize what it says or I recognize this, this, and that, but, like, it's gone now. Do you still remember like memorable phrases or certain like greetings? It's gone. It was like, but as I got older, I don't know if it was just a growing up thing or people, as I got older, it was just a skill I didn't use. Yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. any skill you don't use for so long, or I mean, it's not like riding a bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not like, like, yeah. it's not like riding a bike, so you just kind of. Man. Just, it fades. Yeah, it just fades. But every now and then, you know, something to come up, something like that. Like, and I know I'm still drawn to it because I watch a lot of anime. Oh, yeah, I watch a lot of anime, and like, I can't watch it unless it's subbed. Yeah, you're a real one. You're a real one. Like, <laughs> I can't. I wa- can't watch it at all. I can't watch it unless it's subbed. Someone's still like, "Oh, we're gonna watch it," and it's dubbed. I look at them like, "Nah." Is this so, what's, what's your preference of watching sub over dub? Oh yeah. I th- I think it's just the the Japanese connection. The, the fact that like I can still hear the Japanese Cause there, I, I've had moments to where like it's on mm-hmm. and I turn my head to like I just turn my head for whatever reason look at mm-hmm. my phone but when I look up I didn't miss anything yeah like it's not like it's not like they said it's like I didn't miss none of the dialogue I just like I like my brain shut up it's like, like my brain just kind of like knew oh this is what they're talking about yeah now, if you asked me to respond to what they were saying, I'd be like, that, 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 that. Yeah. But, like, they were talking and, like, I'm looking at my phone. I was like, oh, okay, you just said you about to kill this person, that person, this person. Oh, mm-hmm. snap. You don't like, like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's one of those moments. What's your favorite one currently that you're watching? And old school anime. Because okay. how, how, how old are you? 27? 27? Yeah, yeah, so we're, we're, the, we're the same age. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're the same age. So we probably grew up on like kind of the same genres of shit. Like, so what's your favorite one you're watching right now? And what's your favorite one from like back in the day? Like the Inuyasha, Yu show, kind of like that age just like that. Um, let's see. Currently, I am watching Sword Art Online. Ooh, oh, wow. Sword Art Online. First I'm, season? Uh, huh? First oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, no there's I'm, a bunch I'm, of them. There's a bunch of seasons. But the current the current one I'm on now is uh, Underworld. Oh yeah, <sighs> I'm on Underworld. I'm on Underworld right now, and I'm kind of mad because I have to wait like two three weeks per episode. And I just don't like it. That's so, tough. I hate that. Yeah, I use Crunchyroll. So yeah, Crunchyroll, they have to kind of go yeah. through the whole. They have to like, cause what cause what happening is this show is actually airing <laughs> over in Japan now. Yeah, that's so they the have to like they have to like wait. Until yeah. they release it and then they can get it and then yeah it's the whole process yeah because there's so. some that are simultaneously like yeah, um, yeah on air or so but for certain ones because of like probably distribution distribution like, popularity stuff. like mm. yo it's crazy is it crazy how like unpatient we are now like 
back, is, back in the day, like waiting a week, like that would, that was just that was problem. just it. The problem, like, I, th- I think the funniest thing now is like instant gratification is such a common thing. But you didn't even control the programming back then. It's like if you missed it, you missed it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So wait until it comes back around. Yeah. You'd be like five o'clock or six o'clock, whatever, whatever the time is. I need to be at home or whatever. It's like yeah. it's just. <laughs> don't, don't let it be like a good because you a good like like series have a good storyline you, you miss the episode, episode and you're screwed you gotta come yeah. back oh, and, you, and then when you come back they get their recap and you're just like I would have loved to see that entire yeah. episode yeah. seeing the recap that shit that, that 30 seconds was crazy I was like, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I had this I had this whole thing because uh so everyone knows Toonami, right? Right. Yes. So, so when they made the resurgence, okay. No. Well, <laughs> I, 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 well, while you're on your phone, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to spell it. Tune, 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 so when it was making its resurgence and everything, there was a new show. There, I mean, it's not a new show. It's been an anime that's been around for a while. Uh, a comic got killed. I don't know if y'all ever heard of it. Kill a kill. Kill a kill was one that's of them. So good. But not. It, it's not. It's not kill a kill. But it's a comic got killed. It, it, but basically, I did the whole thing where I like waited a week for each one, and it was so much fucking fun again. Cause like you watch the episode, you're like. And for a whole week, we, you're just, you're thinking, just thinking about, about it. all yeah, the shit that's, that's gonna happen. I've, <laughs> ca- I've caught up on One Piece, and that's how I am now. I'm, I'm, yeah. I thought, I thought once I caught up, I was gonna be less joyful, Ooh. but now I'm like, I enjoy it so much. And the thing is, also, where I'm also reading the manga, so I'm ahead of it, so I even know what's going to happen in the that's anime. That's what I'm doing. I still right. enjoy oh, it. That's, that's what, what I'm trying to do. I'm trying. That's to buy. what I'm doing with. Uh, 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 oh, 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 wait, look it up. Tell me phone. <laughs> Beautiful okay. okay, I got a question. Like, Go for it. I want to say probably about 15, 20 years ago, like, especially in the West, anime was just kind of like this like, sort of like kind of nerdy thing. Like, yeah, it's just a niche thing. thing. And, if you, and, if, and if you like it, you didn't really like talk about it. But now, it's not. Now yeah, there's like just... tons of people. It's prevalent in the whole, it's prevalent in rap, it's prevalent in music. Yeah, people do whole true. mixtapes around Dragon Ball Z. You see... Football um, players wearing wearing DBZ and stuff on their cleats and everything. Man. He made a whole line off of Naruto. Oh, it's the MMA fighter. No, He's from England, no, I think. He played Creed. He played in oh, Creed. Oh, I know oh. exactly oh, what you're talking Michael about. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Damn, yeah, Michael go, B. Jordan. That he, did, oh, he, has a, he has a clothing line based off anime? Yeah. Off of Naruto. Oh. Off of Naruto. So, like... Let me check that out. I don't know if it launched yet, but... So, what do you guys think about, like, how... Has anime become so prevalent in our society? I mean, it's, I mean, you can answer, yeah. Anime becoming prevalent in our society is well. How can I? It's kind of like me. It was always prevalent within my realm. Yes, yeah. how it was. But like watching the surgence of it socially, it's kind of like I won't say how is it becoming prevalent. And I feel like it was always prevalent, but it was one of those quiet prevalence. Like, it was always there. People yeah. always watched it. So when someone came out and said, oh, I watch anime, you would be like, wait, you watch anime? But then you would think about it and be all like, oh, but I watch anime. And then you come across someone else and they watch it. And all of a sudden, it's kind of like, it was kind of like one of those, one of those, like, these unspoken secrets. Everyone does it, just don't really talk about it. Yeah. Hmm. You know about it, you're aware of it, you acknowledge it, but you know, it's not one of those things you just kind of, 
You know, it's, it's not it's not something you take to cocktail hour, unless you know that it's going to be a very specific cocktail hour. It's there, but say, but then you have Speaking names like, but then you have names <clears throat> that come out like Candace Parker. Then you have names come out like uh, Juice World. All these Denzel people, Curry, man. I'm saying like like like, Steph, like you have all these names that like people kind of put on a pedestal and say, yeah, I watch Animated Calm now. Well, I watch them and relax, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like. We can oh, talk about yeah, it now. Can, yeah, it's like, can, oh. Yeah. And so, also, this is something I'm just thinking about right now. Like, every little niche, it can go so much deeper now because of, because of the internet. Like, like one, like one. I just like this. This is something I didn't know existed. There's a 35 minute YouTube video called the Pokemon Cipher. And oh. there's like Pokemon is anime because I watched that. I got all the cards and. Thing, things, yeah. Like that's anime. anime. It's so, I didn't know. So if it yeah. if it came from Japan in any form or format, it, it falls under. I just fell in love with it. Oh, hey, well, we appreciate you blindly falling in love with it. I still got the cards. Hey, we appreciate. Yeah, you get as well. You watch anime. She, yeah. I'm that's more. Me. That's more me. You get with that's me. That's when I sleep. <laughs> but there's a 35 minute YouTube video of about like 20 rappers over Pokemon beats. Just rapping hard ass bars about Pokemon. I was like, there was a Naruto I didn't, one. Recently. I didn't know exactly. Like, whatever thing that you're into, you can go so much more deep into it. Now right. you can find those other people. Granted, it, it can lead to bad stuff too, where you can find other people who are into the weird, the bad side of life. But you can also find other people who are into the good stuff. Of life. I feel like you did your deep dive and found the bad and the good and was scarred. Just to I know. don't like anime. Like dark. <laughs> <laughs> was scarred just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, dark stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, there no. is, but what are you talking about? Okay, no, because no, here's the thing. <laughs> no, the only reason I say that is because I, I stole it from a standard comedian where he talked about like, yeah, like, I won't be as graphic as he was, but he was like, yeah, basically, if... I'm trying to think of something that's not as repulsive as what he said. Man, what the fuck did he say? So he was just like, yeah, so let's say you're out on the farm one day and you're just feeling lonely and for for some reason you fucked a goat. A goat. You fucked a goat. It happens. Okay. It happens. You you do it. Please see it. So in a normal society, how where, would you, you don't, how would you PG that? I was trying to I was trying to think of a different situation. Right now, I'm like, I was trying to think of a different situation. I couldn't think of one on the spot. Yeah, no. But then that's what it was like. I that. fucked up as a goat. No. So so it's like so like normally. You would walk around with that shame, and you'd be like, "What the fuck? That was that was stupid. Why the fuck would I ever do that? I'm never doing that again." But now you can go on the internet and find someone else who's fucked to go and be like, "Oh, okay, that's a ca- like this is you normal." You can find thing. a whole category of porn. <laughs> it's all it's all Reddit too. Reddit man, <laughs> you can find a whole. But in your reality, it makes it. Yeah, yeah. Just right. like, just it, just it, like it, how it makes it justified to your own mind because exactly. you've seen someone else do it. Exactly. Just like how anime became justified just because. I mean, it didn't need, uh, it just, didn't need to be justified. It didn't need to be justified. <laughs> it's damn near because it's anime, not damn near. Damn near. Damn near. Damn near. Damn near. It's not damn near. They have a whole porn category just anime. That's hey, yeah, that is we true. Talking that about is true, but that's not that's not the same. There's not a, there's not a whole thing. The anime, I seen these women looking like goats just with titties and a vagina. Yes, yes, that is true. That is true. That is, that is a please take a moment and recognize how she is trying her hardest to connect anime and fucking yeah, goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to draw those lines. I'm trying, I to, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to undraw that line right in the sand. Wait, what? Find the category of anime on my porn oh, website. No. 
The that's whole, why it's a whole different name. It's called hentai. It's like it's, it's, it's a whole. It's, not, it's a whole different vibe. It's, it's, exactly. It's, no, everyone knows it exists. That's why. That's why a lot of people never wanted to say like, "Oh, I watch anime," because the people would think like, "Oh, you're in that anime." Yeah, I don't like anime shit. because most time you like Pokemon. You like anime. Sorry, but uh, Pokemon it doesn't subjectify or what's the word I'm looking for? What do I always say? Why I don't like anime? Objectify? Because they, Is that yes, the word you're looking for? yes. Titties and ass. But you don't see a motherfucker shoot a gun and her whole titty move with the gun. But they objectify electric rats, though. Okay. <laughs> What's what? sexy about a rat? Right. Apparently to the person who fucks a goat, a lot of things. <laughs> they probably do some research when they make these manga and find out who has like certain kinks or so out of surveys. Oh, and no. then they start Probably. drawing they, it. They, nah. they don't do no, that. I think that's the personal kink of the author. Yeah, yeah. or that. No, it is. That too. Or yeah. they've heard a story he, he, of the somebody doing it, and they're like, oh, this would make a cool episode. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I want to see? An octopus have sex with a woman. Bruh, that's that's that would be some hentai <laughs> shit, bro. Well, technically, they could have sex with eight. They probably have some already. You're right. That this would be guy's already that would be comfortable with this shit. stuff. No, 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 I'm not a, I'm, I'm trying not to laugh. Like a fleshed out laugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to laugh because this is literally the fucking wildest conversation that we've had on sex. Yeah, yeah this is the wildest conversation we've had on sex. Oh, this is our regular everyday conversation. This is our everyday conversation. Yeah, this is why I want. When you said she was coming too, I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking amazing. This is our everyday conversation. I was not expecting to talk about this on air. This is good. So that's actually, that's so yeah, so yeah, yeah. octopus okay. with eight women. I'd, I'd be down to see that just to see, you know. Would you want to be a part so of this? No. No. I'm, no, okay. I'm a... I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Stay straight away from that one. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like there's probably already a video out there probably, already like that. Oh, there's probably... She's going to look it up right now. thousands. We're going to get... I don't know. This is going to be so much again. funny to listen to later. We're, we're, we're glad, we glad that that most of our listeners come so, to Anchor. So, uh, you DJ, huh? Yeah, let's see. <laughs> how did you How did you name Goofy Q? We stopped at Japan. We stopped at Japan. We stopped at Japan. But not. So, the name, so you asked me how did I get the name? Yes. We didn't even get to you actually making it to Sacramento. Yeah, that too. Okay, so. All right, we're going to. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We're, 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 I think last time you were in the Bay Area. Right. So hey, I, was in Bay. Tra- I was in Travis Air Force Base. Um, I did a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone listening, Nessa just made this face like a she just saw something. owned porn showing a woman and octopus having sex has been jailed for almost three years. So he like actually like made... I mean, there ain't no video. I'm kind of mad. But Wait, he's in jail for showing the video or making the video? Owning it. Owning it. So I'm assuming he made it. Yeah. Also had child sex images. So, Bay Area. Bay Area. We're back on that one. Yeah, yeah. So so I stay. I lived in Travis. Stayed there for about uh, four or five years. Upon there, my dad was on that process of like, you know what? I want to go live the free life out of you know federal bondage, aka the military. Yeah. I love the military. Just not for me. Yeah. Okay. So he was like, he's ready, like, he's like, I'm getting out. So, in the process of getting out, they find a house out here in Oak Grove. I actually lived in Oak Grove for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went to school right around the corner from here. Sheldon? Irene B. West. Oh, Irene B. Yeah. I went to Irene B. West. So, crazy. um, she's really finding videos. Like, and shooting <laughs> live octopus in pussy. You were here finding actual videos. Right. <laughs> actual videos. So I uh we moved, yeah, I'm done now. We moved out here to El Grove. Um 
Um, I finished off elementary school, middle school, high school, mm. all that here in the girls. So, what high school did you go to? Uh, I went to Harriet Eddy Middle yep. School. Uh, I went to Laguna Creek High School. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's our CO gang up in here. First off, y'all are still babies in all of this. Y'all brand new to this. I don't care. That's not the question. You said what high school? I said my high school. It's cool. Just understand you was a youngin'. You was a baby. I'm still am. He really is still a young. I fuck with consumers. I, I smoked a lot of weed with people from consumers. Right. Because we some high ass motherfuckers. You also don't go to class a lot. Like. <laughs> <laughs> At least, I, I, I can't speak for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I ain't go to class. I don't know. I didn't walk. So, so let's see. Uh, Eddie Laguna Creek did that. Graduated. Uh, the whole The whole deal. I think. I was part of ASB at Laguna Creek, so being around that and being around all that stuff, technical stuff, putting together rallies, uh, mm. all the other stuff, I was like the sound guy. Yeah, I was the guy oh, who okay. just was speaker. Like I'm, I literally went and said, "You guys need to order these speakers. This is why. This is how much they cost." I did like all of that for the school. Um, That's awesome. So like, this is what was going on. Uh, that went on, and that kind of, was kind of like my first taste of being in the technical side of music and stuff like that. Uh, graduated high school. I go to Howard University in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Nice. So did that, and if you know anything about HU, you know that that is a musically-based, funded, provided school. Like, legend, like, the entire the entire Turner family came out of Howard. Wow. Um, like, all, the, all of them. <laughs> all of them. Uh, every, Boys to Men went to Howard. Yes. Uh, let's see. Who else? It's okay. Diddy went to Howard. Diddy went to Howard. Uh, B-O-G, uh, not B-O-G, B-I-G, Notorious B-I-G's mm. breakout concert was at Howard. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, literally. It's got history. Yeah, like, yeah, the, school, yeah. the school has some deep, rich history. Yeah, of course, the, yeah. the entire art department, everything. Like, one of the most famous actors in the world, Chad Boswick. Howard. Yes. yes like, Chad Howard. So, um, the entire grownish. Blackish, yeah, all that series. Howard, two lead characters, all okay. came out of Howard. So like, I mean, it's just how is Howard is deep. Yeah. yeah. So going to Howard, um, my best friend at Howard, David Martin, aka DJ Out Loud. He is actually what is he? I think he's, I think he's home. He's back in Jersey. I think he's doing. I think he's a lawyer now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, me and him, we live like two doors down from each other in our dorm. Mm. Um, I, I literally, our first day meeting, we're moving in and I see him unloading this like 18 inch sub top speakers. His like, he's, he's old school. So he had like the turntables yes. to make sure he had the coffin. Yeah. So I see him like with all that stuff. I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm, my stuff is quick. I'm military brat. We used to, we know how to move anywhere with the least amount of stuff and be perfect. Mm. So I'm unload in my room, unpacked everything. I'm good. I'm downstairs watching. See him. I'm like, hey, you need some help? Yeah, help him up to his room. Tell him he's a DJ. And I just kind of, we just hung out. Because what I did, see me, I was a connection guy. I was a guy that like, you needed it, I was the person you asked. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what it was from under the sun. If you needed it, I was the person you asked. And I was always been that person since middle school. So I got to Howard, you know, same hustle, same deal, just a bigger playground. Mm-hmm. So... Doing that, working that stuff out. So our very first day on campus, I'm talking like this is freshman move-in. This is our first time ever seeing the campus. I somehow don't know how I did it, 
but I got him to set up his entire setup in the middle of the yard, in the middle of the campus yard. And I said, bro, just spin. Just turn the speakers up and spin. The people will come. It's music. Yeah. So we do this, right? So what I found out later, this is something that the campus, like, leadership on campus, they're like the ASB on campus, they're called the Campus Pals. Mm. This is something they do every year annually. We beat them to it. Mm. So they came over to us and was like, hey, who are you guys? We introduced ourselves, said what was going on, and what they did, they treated it like it was their thing. Doesn't bother us. We're freshmen. We ain't never been here before. Mm. But we have people who were well known on campus just coming over here, hanging out, and doing their usual thing. Yeah. Except to his music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it got us on the map quick. Like yeah. the whole campus knew who he was by the end of the week. Yeah. And I was just the guy that was just hanging out with him. Didn't bother me none. I enjoyed being in the shadows. Again, I was the person you asked you for anything, everything under the sun. So I really didn't need to be in the limelight with some of the stuff I had access to. So <clears throat> spending a lot of time with him. We're doing parties, clubs, hookah lounges, all types of stuff. I'm keeping him booked. I got him on the school radio show. I'm working with people that I'm meeting in the faculty. I'm, I got him DJing at the VIP section at homecoming. Mm-hmm. Like, we're doing a lot of stuff. So And how are you going out about this? Just like... Networking, meeting just people. Just a lot of networking, a mm-hmm. lot of meeting people. Um, when I graduated high school, I was part of this company called Organo Go. We were an international coffee company. It's uh stuff like that. I was working. My dad was in it, and he was just sending me product, and I would just sell it. Mm-hmm. I mean, coffee kid. Like we got a whole bunch of college kids, and I'm selling coffee for a buck a cup. Like, and it's easy. And this stuff was easy. All you needed was hot, eight ounces of hot water and one packet. You had a, you had a perfectly well blended, well flavored cup of coffee. <clears throat> Ooh. Got that out. <laughs> oh, got that out. Okay, cool. So like I'm selling this, so I'm making like a cool little little little, little corner store money here and there. Mm-hmm. He's getting booked out for DJs. I'm helping him all the time. So we had to move speakers, stuff like that. We needed a car. He was like, hey, I need a car for Friday. I find a car somewhere, take care of it. And he was like, so he's giving me a little money here and there, stuff like that. So we're doing all this time together, and of course, when you're DJing, you guys have been to events, you notice the DJ is in the same spot for like hours on top of hours. Yes. So, have you guys ever looked up and those DJs just gone? Music still playing? Yeah. Yes. Gone? I've been that DJ. We've yeah. been, I've been that too. Before. So you know, it's like that, like nine times ten, where'd you go? Bathroom. Yep. Stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? <clears throat> so, over time, he started teaching me little stuff. Now, I was always interested in it. I wanted to learn. It's a new skill. I was curious about it. It was music related. Stuff like that. I was, I mean, I'm a drummer, been in bands, playing, which I, I've done yeah. all that stuff. So I was interested. So he started teaching me how to switch songs. He teaches me how to load up a song here. Mm. So hey, this song stops, Put pick a song, put it on this side, do this, move this, boom, done. So eventually, he's getting to a point to where like he would leave and go to the bathroom and the song would end, and I would know to like just load the next song. Yeah. Stuff like mm-hmm. that. And of course, time goes on. I'm like, wait, hey, how'd you do that? He show me how he did, how he mixed this song in. Which Ooh. program was this, Serato? Or? Yeah, so oh, I learned yeah. on Serato. Serato. I learned on Serato. So he showed me, so I, I learned how to beat match. I learned how to scratch. I mm. learned how to loop. I, learned, I just started learning different things. And then as I'm learning the little basic skills, 
I'm developing my own ear, my own sound, how I want to mix songs and stuff like that. Mm. So it got to a point to where like we would go to a, an event, and <laughs> I actually would never forget this. Now he was dating this girl. Um, I'm not gonna name her because I know if she ever heard this podcast and heard me repeat this story, it would be the end of my life. But she was dating this girl, and um, me and him are both standing there. You know, we're, at this point, I can I can fully DJ by myself. Mm-hmm. And he's a DJ himself, so we'll like he'll mix the song in, and I'll be like, "Ooh, I got something to match that. I got something to match that. I'll go get it. And I'll mix it in here. We, we're like having a full conversation with music. Yeah. So his girl comes up out of nowhere, and like, she must have whispered something in his ear. I don't know what she whispered, but all I know is she whispered something in his ear. I turn my head, I look back, and I see the tablecloth like go up mm-hmm. and down. So I'm like, bro, this cat did not just do what I think. That sounds fun. What, what just happened? Oh, sounds wow. fun. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it a few times. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm just like, bro, she did not just do it. I'm looking at him. He looked at me like, yeah, bro, she's really doing it. I'm all like, so you know you can't, like, lean over and move and jump out of place. or so you, might, you know, he's like, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. So he he did he slides out of the way. So I'm now I'm just fully DJing. But this is like the first time I've actually fully DJed by myself. Like I'm thinking of every song to play and all this other stuff. And bro, he's really sitting there, hands on the table, trying his best to stand up straight. Like it's just really happening. I'm just like, bro, this cat's really just okay. Play the next song. In my head, I'm like, bro, like I done mixed in like five songs, bro. Y'all not done, like, bro. I'm trying to. This is your job, not mine. Like, what's up? And then she finished up what she was doing, and then he kind of gave me this look, and I was like, oh, you're not coming back, are you? He's like, nah, I'm not coming back, bro. They walked off. First time ever DJing a party by myself. Like literally, and people wow. are, and people are literally like turning around. Like I literally watch people, like the crowd that because they know us. Mm. I literally watch the crowd watch him walk out, and then looked at me. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> and then looked back at him, and he's like at the door, like, "Hey, bro, you got it. You good? You good? You good?" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh. I I did I I mean I held my own I did I did what I was supposed to do, but like and I didn't realize I did as well as I did because mm. like I mean mind you we're in college so nine times out of ten majority of the stuff we're doing we're on something whether it's alcohol some drug this drug we're, we're yeah. on something college good time so like I'm just like I'm just trying to get through the night yeah. and then the next morning our twitters are blowing up. This is when, like, Snapchat is huge. Instagram is just kind of getting its legs. This is, like, 2011, 2012, right? Mm-hmm. When Instagram kind of first yeah. popped its way on. Snapchat's everywhere. Everyone's making a vine about something. Yes. Like, Twitter is, like, if you aren't on Twitter, you're you're under a rock. Like, it's during that time frame. So, everything, like, everything's going crazy. And we're just like, what happened? We come to find out there's videos of, like, the night just floating around. And in one of the videos, you can clearly see I'm DJing. Mm. And the other DJ, David, DJ Loud, he's standing next to me. And, like, 
as guys, we all know the face. Yeah. Like, yeah. as guys, you can look and you can be like, oh, yeah, something's definitely happening underneath that table. Like, and this video is like, it's funny because, like, it's a pan, it's a pan view and you, it goes, like, it goes across the room. How big is this party? Bro, this is like, so this is DC. DC, in the DMV in general, the houses are huge. Like, huge. What you would consider a mansion in California mm, is slightly above average wow. in the DMV. Yeah, California Can you explain what DMV? Because I'm over here okay, thinking so the partying D- at the government building. Where no, we get okay, our so IDs. the DMV is short for DC, Maryland, Virginia. I see. I thought it was that, but I didn't want to assume. Okay. So I lived in DC. It's the tri. The thing is, I've, it's, I've always known it was that area, but I never knew the acronym. The acronym, the DMV yeah. acronym, yeah, yeah, yeah. is DC, Maryland, Virginia. It's those okay. three. So, first off, DC is not a state. It is a. Ter- it is kind of mm-hmm. like it's a. It's a Ter- county, county territory type situation. But D.C. literally is split down the middle. Like, mm-hmm. D.C. is in Maryland, and yeah. it's in Virginia. I never knew that. It's in, yeah, no. because when I you look at the map, because my when dad... You look, yeah, if you go look at it, you go look at the map, there's a star for D.C. The reason why it's a star, and they don't put the actual circle or, like, the outer rim of it, is because it crosses state lines. Now, if it crosses state lines, it falls... So, like, literally, there's some parts of D.C., that fall on the Virginia state, Virginia tax laws. Yeah. Then there's some parts that fall on the Maryland tax laws. Then there's this gray area where it's kind of like some of the laws, they overlap. Yeah. So like when you file taxes in this area, like... That must be confusing. Yeah, running a business around that area sounds confusing. It's like, it's crazy. So there's a whole separate like group of rules yeah. In re- in regards to taxing and taxation in DC, because of where and how it's all laid out. Yeah. So it's real interesting. Just that's this is just like yeah, economics. Yeah. But it's real interesting how it all works. Yeah. So let's see. Back to the house party. House party. House party. So yeah. Yeah. So the, the video came out. Yeah. So, the, so pretty much, we, in essence, we went viral across the campus. Yeah. And like, nah, no, nah, we went viral across DC. Because we went to the mall the next morning and like somebody we knew who didn't go to our school saw us and was like, bro, have y'all seen that video? We're like, what video? They showed us the video. And we're just like, oh. I would have looked at him and started laughing. I was like, oh. Well, I mean, yeah, he, he took a lot of, uh, he, got a lot, <laughs> he, he got a lot of bro points. Yeah. For that video. Because, I mean, all the guys, again, like, we all know the face. We could all be anywhere in the room, look across and see a guy with that face, and we would know. You probably know what's, what's we going like, on. We were like, bro, some, never mind. We're going to leave him alone in his own space. Cause, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is one of, like, we all knew. Yeah, you're like, eight out of ten guests. Yeah. Probably that two, that two, that two. Yeah, like, yeah but bro, most I think of the time funniest I'm thing about that whole situation was the girls. Yeah. Like, the girls who knew what was up would come and tell us, like... They just came and told us, like, hey, you know, like, David, you a real one for what you did at that party. And everybody's like, I'm, I'm looking like, what you do? We are, we're playing stupid. What are you talking yeah. about? David, we know that girl did what she did, what she did underneath that table. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 All right. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of the conversation right there. Like, we, we just, but it was just like, but the, the amount of girls that came and said something to us about that particular video was priceless. Man. 
presses. But yeah, so first time, everything by myself. And then from there on, me and David were just kind of like, you know what? Let's start to eat off this. Mm-hmm. Like, let's 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 go eat. Yeah. Every party we book, we doing it together. And then, so he was the DJ. And then I just kind of developed my own voice, my own style. And I was like, hey, look, you DJ, I MC. Mm-hmm. So now we go somewhere, instead of them just paying you, now they got to pay us. Yeah. It helped elevate him, because now he's the DJ with an MC, which is what a lot of clubs like. A lot of people, when they bring in DJs, they want them to have their own kind of like, it helps them have a distinctive sound. Mm-hmm. So we did that, and I worked for us for a while, and all that stuff. And then, uh, let's see what happened. Oh, I got into money troubles. I got into money troubles, outside of school troubles, and then just, I just really wasn't going to class. I was partying too much. Mm-hmm. So, um, about 2013, I come home, back to Cali, back mm-hmm. to Elk Grove, and I literally didn't DJ at all. No DJing, no music, no nothing. Like, I just laid low. Right. You know, self-preservation reasons. Like I said, I was doing a lot of stuff outside of class, like I mentioned before. If you wanted it, I was the person I asked to get it. So, um, come home, lay low. I was like, oh, I'm going to go back to school, focus on school, went and played basketball, did the whole thing, pursued the athletic career, all that. Mm. And then, um, I, uh, how did I make cash? How did I make Oh, so... I've been living in D.C. for like the last three years. Yeah. That is a very live, active, always something to do city. Yeah. Elk Grove is not No, it's not. Nothing. At all. It's not. Sacramento is half of what they do in D.C. And mind you, I'm not 21 yet. I'm like 19, 20. You know, I I can't go to District 30 and social. Can't do too much. I can't do all that stuff, right? So... I'm trying to find something to do. I'm trying to find some sort of nightlife, you know, something to, re- you know, give me back a little piece of, a, a little bit of HU. Mm-hmm. I discovered Hookaholics. Okay. And I'm like, yo, this is an 18 venue club. All right, cool. So, me, my best friend, he's also the head of my security, my roommate, my brother, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, we were driving by one day. I was like, that place is jumping. So, I'm, like, I'm going to go over there one day. So, I went one day and I happened to go on like, I think the first, I went, it was going, it was the end of summer, so they were doing a lot of end of the summer stuff, back to school stuff, mm-hmm. and this is when, El, this is when like, Hookah Hogs was packed, like, every single weekend, because there was a point in time, Hookah Hogs was, you just knew, if you were between the ages of 18 and 20, this is where you went on a Saturday night, mm-hmm. no questions asked, this is where you're going, if you don't go here, you're going to be really mad, I'm talking like lines, like a line, okay. So you know who Goggins is, right? Where that Goodwill is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know where the oh, it used to be Indian Spa, but what it is now, but it's something like where that barber shop is. Yeah, yeah. So imagine yeah, a line yeah, from the door. Yeah. yeah. Wraps around and goes past the barber shop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like how it was every Saturday night. So, I go, get inside, see it, enjoy myself. I'm like, yo, it's like piece of home. Then my business brain kicked in. I said, who's throwing these parties? Right. Let me find out who's throwing these parties. And then that's when I met Cash for the first time. So this guy's name, he goes, well, to the world, his name is Cashmere Santana. Cash, Cashmere Santana Poppy. Mm-hmm. We all call him Cash for short. He is the creator and founder of this group called Lit Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, they're from the Bay Area. They are, they've been around for years. 
like a long, long time. They've been throwing parties in the Bay for every, for air, forever. Like, and this is like, so they were like, let's bring in the sack. Now, amongst these individuals, you have individuals like Price is the Rock, DJ Shiny Shine, D-Mac. If you don't know who any of these people are, I can start naming songs and you'll be like, whoa, these are like some pretty individual, pretty powerful individuals. Yeah. So like, DJ J12, uh, DJ Buddy Epps, like, DJ Tate. These are like all people like, you go to the Bay Area and you say any of these names in any nightlife, they're going to yeah. look at you mm -hmm. like, oh my God, like, yo, I know these people. Yeah. And they're growing and their fan base was growing in Sacramento. So, of course, you bring the parties to Sacramento. Right, right. Meet them, doing what's going on. I eventually kind of find my way in the nation. Like, I, I was just, I just kept nagging at him. Literally, literally if Cash was here, he would tell you the story. This <laughs> He laughs at this story now, but I, he respects the hell out of it. Yeah. So, first time I meet Cash, I uh, my dad is now moved away from coffee and energy drinks. We work for this company called Bulletproof Energy, which he's actually still with today. It's pretty cool. So, my dad has this big yellow Bulletproof band. It's like, it's like mm -hmm. highlighter green, yellow, all this. Like, you cannot miss this band if mm -hmm. it drives past you. Mm -hmm. So... He has this van. He still has it because I drive it like weekly now. But I'm like, car. So, um, we're doing this stuff. I work for Bulletproof. I go in. I tell him, hey, man, I can help you make some more money. He was like, he, you know, when we have someone who's been doing it for so long, doing it a certain way for so long, you coming in with a new idea, they come to you like, bro, like, Stop. Yeah, we have the formula. Like, like, yeah, like, like, yeah. We have the yeah. formula, bro. Like, it's working. We're good. You can stop. Yeah. So he brushed me off. And I was like, all right, cool. Came back. Came to another event. Because I, 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 that's when I started following him. I started following him on social media. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, see what they're doing. They yeah. came back to SAC. I went to that party, too. But, hey, man, remember me? I came with some of this, this and this. And he was kind of like, yeah, 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 I remember you. Okay, okay. And at this point, like, all right, so you came back. Like, what's up? There's something, something different about you now. Yeah. So comes in, bro. like, all right. So this now he now he like he hears me out. He listens to what I got to say and stuff like that. He's like, all right, okay, cool. So you know what? You know, I'm like, he's like, all right, show me something. I'm like, all right, bet I show you some. Third event, I pull up with the whole van, mm. full of like full like full of cases, all that stuff. I pull yeah. up and I park right there. Yeah, right on like right by the door, and then. I, at this point, I've met the owner of Hookah House. I've talked to her. I'm working with her to get the Bulletproof Energy drinks in the actual venue, stuff like that. And these are all different things that they're going to eventually see and be like, bro, he was not playing. Yeah. So, do that. I go to the third party, and when I walk in the door, I literally have, like, cases on my shoulder. I just walk in the door, cases on my shoulder. I walk through the whole crowd, walk straight to VIB, put them on the table, and say, hey, bro, you didn't believe that I was serious about my business? Well, here's a whole case. They go through all the cases, bro. And all of a sudden, I said, hey, look, one condition. You got to put it on social media. You got to tag us. And you got to tag me. Mm. So, of course, they do it. They agree with it. But that shook all of them. They're like, bro, this cat really just did what he said he was going to do. So, you right. know, a couple people like that. They're kind of <laughs> like, oh, all right, we go with a conversation. So, from there, we're talking and going back and forth. And I joined Lit Nation as simply a promoter. Mm -hmm. Just a promoter. All I do is promote parties. I have not told a soul. I know how to DJ. Nothing. I just want to promote, lay low, see what's going on. About a six months to a year, six months, nine months, stuff like that. A year goes on, just promoting. We're doing well. We're successful. We're making money here and there. And then um, we wanted to start 
myself and then my colleague at the time, well, yeah, my colleague at the time, Danielle, she was kind of like, we kind of ran things in Sacramento. We was like, well, we wanted to open up a full branch in Sacramento of Lit Nation. So we do that, build a whole team, stuff like that. And we're, we grew this team to like 50 people fast, mm-hmm. quick, because everybody wanted to be part of it. We decided to throw a day party in Sacramento. And we had coordinated with everyone in the Bay Area about the day party because we kind of know a lot of people, they kind of, it's like a lot of the same people go to a lot of the same people's events. Mm-hmm. So I throw something here on this day at this time, and you're throwing something in the Bay. Well, we know everyone's going to go to the Bay. Yeah. We're going to come to the Sacramento event. So we set up to where it was like we had a night party in Sacramento on Friday, mm-hmm. a pool party in the Bay Area on Saturday, and then a day party slash cookout on Sunday. In which town? In Sacramento. Oh, okay. yeah. So we kind of knew everyone's going back and forth, which we were okay with. Mm-hmm. We understood it. That was the plan because we knew we were going to maximize our money. Mm-hmm. So get everything going. The coordinators of the pool party on Saturday, mm-hmm. something happened. They lost the venue. Whatever happened, they didn't lock everything in. Mm-hmm. Their pool party got moved to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Same time as the day party. Like I said before, you do something in Sacramento and there's something by the same group or similar organization going on in the Bay, everyone's going to the Bay. Mm-hmm. So we throw this pool party. We used to put all this money. I think I put up like $1,500 to get this day party off the ground. Mm-hmm. Like easy. Getting the venue, getting all the licenses, all the paperwork, all that stuff. Well, it flopped. Everybody mm-hmm. went to the Bay. Now, that's what happened. That's kind of the big picture. At Specifically at the day party, we hired a DJ from the Bay Area to come down and do our event. That DJ went to the pool party first, mm-hmm. which we knew was going to happen. Where we know you're going to go to the pool party first, just be here by X amount of time. He goes to the pool party, never leaves. Mm-hmm. So the DJ we hired for the first half of the party, his set's over. He's about to leave. He got to go. There's no DJ. Yeah. DJ. I ain't tell nobody I'm a DJ. And how long? How long has this been from? And at this point, have you picked DJing back up? Or okay, so how long has how long has been since you long, left yeah, since, Howard? Yeah. And, and now you're and back in El Grove to this moment. How right long here. has the DJ hiatus been? Yeah. Five years. Oh, okay. Gosh. Oh damn. And how do you do? So here's the thing. Yeah. I go to get all my stuff. I go to get my laptop. Everything like that. It's been five years. Yeah. The software is updated. The programming is updated. All that stuff. Everything has been updated. Mm. So I haven't touched this stuff in five years. Mm. So I didn't do nothing. I had to re-get the software, the updates, all the other stuff. So all that happens, goes down. But like people are realizing like, bro, you're like, so I I just plug my phone in and I just start going through songs and stuff from the music, stuff like that. And they're realizing like, people are kind of like realizing like, bro, you're, picking songs as if you were DJing. Mm. So someone, Tanya actually goes, do you know how to DJ? And I was just kind of like, yeah, I just ain't done it in about like five, six years. She was just like, what? I was like, yeah, I ain't done it about five, six years. So we tell Cash. Cash runs the whole, he runs the whole organization. Mm. Nothing happens where I say so or approval. Yeah. Now at this particular point, I'm putting money up for events. I'm paying for events. So I'm like capitalizing on events. Yeah. Cash is paying for events and money talks. People who got the most money is going to call all the shots. So when we're doing events in Sacramento, 
and he's throwing one in the Bay Area, and we're throwing them on the same night, well, we're the ones making all the money because we're paying for everything. Yeah. So, and we're doing, and it got to a point where, like, I would throw an event in SAC, and everyone who lived in SAC would come to the Sacramento event, which is something that was, like, really, really hard to do back then because if they did something in the Bay, you better trust and believe everyone's going to the Bay Area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we got to a point to where it's like we were working together and promoting each other's events. So he's telling all of his Sacramento followers, stay in SAC, go here. Mm-hmm. I'm telling all of my Bay Area followers, hey, stay in the Bay, go there. And I'm telling all my SAC followers, you need to come here. So we got like, we're working, we're like working some things together, just making it work. Yeah. So we're doing this. And I've worked my way up to where like I'm like top dog in Lit Nation. <clears throat> like you say Lit Nation, you're now saying Cashmere, Santana, and Goofy mm-hmm. in the same sentence. Like it's gotten to a point where like our silent investors are asking him about me. Mm-hmm. Like who is this person? Why is he calling shots? So going on about that, I've now at home in private, I've gotten my DJ stuff back. I'm starting to like practice again. I'm mm. starting to like mm-hmm. revamp my playlist, my music. Get because, songs from the past five years. And right, yeah, yeah, songs from the past five years. Learning how they, learning how a party works in California. Because mm. it's very different in California than it is in D.C. What would you feel yeah. like are the major differences? Exactly, well, yeah. I was going to ask. So the major differences is like in D.C., I can play old school mm. and get away with anything. Like mm. I can play B.I.G., Pac, all that stuff, get away with anything. Now, D.C. is a, like, they call the United States a melting pot. D.C. is a melting pot of black people. Yeah, it's Chocolate City. It's Chocolate City. So, in D.C., you have to learn, you can't just learn one city's music. You have to learn the whole nation's music. So, I have to know stuff from Cali, Texas, North Carolina, Charlotte, Atlanta, Florida, New York, Man, like Jeez. you have to know all so you have to like learn you have to learn the hot stuff from all these cities and make a set. And that's just the United States. We haven't talked about the Caribbeans. We haven't talked about none of the islands. Mm-hmm. No, no, we got we got all of that. Because if they attend Howard, they come from somewhere. Yeah. You gotta learn that somewhere music. Somewhere in the country. Right, somewhere in the country. So the difference between DJing in DC and California, see in DC you can play a little bit of everything. And get away with it. Well, because you're supposed to. Mm. California? Specific. You have to learn California. Mm. Like, for example, I had and it had to, and I had to learn it in such a way I had to know like if I'm in this part of Sacramento, you're not playing this artist. Yeah. Like Sacramento's like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I would be on Watt Avenue, I play Mozzie, it's getting shot up. <laughs> Promise you. You go to you go to so let's see. Like in Elk Grove, for example. Yeah. I play Mozzie in Elk Grove, a fight might start. But I play Shooter Game Connie, hey, it's the loudest thing in the world. Mind you, Mozzie and Shooter Game, Modern and Shooting Game, they're, they're a block apart. They're neighborhoods, they're territories. Yeah. It's like a two, three minute drive apart. But because I'm in Elk Grove, and I'm closer to Franklin Boulevard. You don't play this one. Play that one. So yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like that. That's the difference. Is like yeah. in DC, you can just touch on stuff. Like in DC, I could play E40. I could play E40. Tell me when to go. Function. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Beat the Pussy Up by YG. Mm. I can play like, you know, the stuff you hear on the radio. Cool. Great. That's that's what the Cali kids wanted. Just a little piece of home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> so I, can, I mean, but, but being in the state of California, you have to learn the underground and the mainstream. Yeah, and know what area and know what area you're in, and know what you can and cannot do, and stuff like that. So I mean, that's the difference. Just learning different territories, because it's not because he, like I said, DC is broader. Here is very, it's very specific. Yeah, said Pacific. (laughs) I'm not. I haven't like DJed in all of those regions lately, but just being on like a a listener of music and being in those areas, I'm like, yeah, no, like. The way you describe California, like yeah, like yeah, we we yeah. are like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's just how it is. So, and it took me a while to learn because I had to really go up there and kind of like hop on with other DJs and just mess up horribly, mm-hmm. like horribly. Like, I I remember I messed up. I remember I messed up so bad. I mixed a CML song with the Mozzie song. Now, if y'all don't know nothing, y'all. Don't know. I, I I know Mozzie. I know his. his I know right. in Sacramento, yeah. but I don't know CML. Okay, so let's put it like this. If Mozzie, hold on, let me, let me put, if Mozzie is black, mm-hmm. CML is white. Okay. That's the kind of like, the and the way black and white just clash, yeah. like that. Yeah. So like, I did sense. it one night. Yeah. And somebody made a video of it. And it mm. got back to a certain, a, a certain side here in Sacramento. Mm. And... I didn't know this particular person was of that, of any of that. Mm. So I'm just, you know, I'm, I see them. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Shaking their hand. They kind of giving me, you know, the good old fashioned, hey, how you doing? Cool, I right, next. And then I was like, oh, like, well, how's this person, like, you know, brushing me off, bro? Like, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to do that at these venues. Yeah. And they pulled me aside. I was like, hey, bro, you did this. And I was like, I did what? You did this, and I was like, "Why did I do that?" And they showed me the video. I'm like, "Oh, that was." I was like, "Oh, okay." He goes, "Yeah, such and such is on this side. You can't do that, bro. Like, he 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 not funking with you right now, bro. Like, like if I'm just letting you know right now, you know, yeah. based on hood law, they should come get your ass for that, for real." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. All right, yeah. So Sacramento's real." Real territorial out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, but, I'm, but I'm saying, but yeah. I, I had to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, now I've kind of worked through the kinks. I've, uh, oh, I won't say I've worked through the kinks. I, I've, I've, I've made my way through. I understand where I'm at, yeah. what I'm doing and stuff like that. Um, but since then, it's just been growing and going and going. Um, so I did that with the nation. It got to a point to where I went from just kind of spotlighting at events to where it's like, it'd be a lit nation and party. Mm. And like people, it got to a point where like nobody was asking who's the DJ. Yeah. Cause you know, yeah. you go to someone, who's the DJ? Yeah. No, like it got to a point. You saw Lit Nation at the top, you knew my name was at the bottom as a DJ. Yeah. And they knew it was gonna smack. Or they asked before, if his name wasn't on the flyer, they would ask, are you DJing? Yeah, like people in real life, mm-hmm. like they, I would post a flyer and like my inboxes would just. Like, I'm only gonna go if you're, you're DJing. DJing. Yeah. There's people who still. They still do it to this day. Yeah. It's people that be like, I'm only going to be DJing. Well, if you're not DJing, are you at least going? Like, it's just wow. his energy and his vibe people mm-hmm. like really like. Yeah. And that's what gravitated towards me. We met when we met. We met at one of his parties. He was DJing because I was gonna be a lit girl. You know, the girls would shake ass and do all that shit. So I was gonna be a lit girl, and I knew Danielle, 
And so she brought me, and that's how I met him. It was, like, 2018. So it got to the point where, like, we got so close, I started promoting for him more than any of the other lit girls in the lit group. Not talking no shit, but just saying, like, I started really, like, showing that, like, oh, I'm going to be a part of this group. I'm going to show that I'm, like, the number one mm-hmm. over here, like, right behind the head one. I'm right here. So he started noticing it, and then that's when we, like, talked about me just promoting his events. Any event. It didn't even have to be a Lit Nation event. Mm-hmm. Any event he was doing, I would help promote. It got to the point when Nessa made a Tinder profile just for females. So I said that all I wanted to see was females. So then I would say, hey, if you guys want to hang out, there's this party tonight. Mm-hmm. I brought 15 girls one night mm-hmm. from Tinder and had them all meet him. That's not a bad idea. It's That's not. It's <laughs> actually kind of smart in terms so, of like getting... Y'all wonder why I like keep her around. Mm-hmm. So it took me a minute to really, I had like two separate accounts. I had I even made him an account. So then he would attract females. Oh, come meet me, come say hi. You know, females, not to be rude, but us females we do clout chase sometimes. If a DJ come up to you and be like, Oh, you could come up to the DJ table and say hi, motherfuckers nine times out of ten gonna take a video of it. Oh look, I'm in the DJ booth nice. with the DJ. Mm-hmm. He invited So you're gonna tell your friends and you're gonna bring your friends. It's just a chain of reaction. So then he started noticing I was really rocking with him and not really anybody else so then i just became his assistant wherever he would go he would figure out a way to get me to him and i would go with them so that's how that happened but like the energy that he brought from lit nation even though he doesn't really dj for them anymore well they kind of died down but the energy he brought from lit nation attracted other people to the point where now he's doing other events so yes i see it happening all the time and i know you just told us like all the stuff you got going on this week about DJing and stuff. So, as she was saying, you know, Lit, Lit Nation's kind of dying down. So, that, that chapter kind of ended. Like, what what have you been doing now? Like, so, how do you put yourself on sort of thing? As Lit Nation, as that, as we moved past that in my life, I eventually started what is now known as DJ, uh, as now known as Groupie Q Entertainment. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he made his, he came out with was, his name. So, that was... Leaving Lit Nation. I don't even want to say leaving, but the separation. Leaving. The you separation left. between. Yeah, I left. You I left. left. I eventually left. You made the executive decision. I to made leave. the executive decision to leave. Um, it was just we had at that particular point me and Cash. I'll say me and Cash. We had we had different outlooks on things. Mm-hmm. Cash was set in his ways, and I was like, "But we can make this so much bigger." And you know, we already have the formula. Yeah, yeah. Right. Shut like, up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was setting his ways. He had the formula. And I was like, bro, we can make this. We can better the formula. Like, I'm like, bro. Because, see, I mean, play this. At this particular point. Oh, no. It went down because we had a fight. We had a huge fight. Oh, That's when it started going down. The last one of 2018, the New Year's Eve party. Or New Year's party. Yeah. We had a fight. We had a huge fight. There was about six different people. A hookah was broken. A TV was broken. The cops were called. Someone had a seizure. Or panic attack. Panic Panic attack. attack. It was big. Panic attack. It was big. Like, the fight got to such a point to where security literally just closed the door. And and locked it. They closed the door and locked it. And let us fight it out. Mm -hmm. That that was how many people I was fighting. We couldn't even stop it. They would break. Like, literally, you would break up one fight. And six more will start over here. will start on the other side. I'm telling you, I'm being the assistant that I am. I'm a nice person. I knew some people. I'm pulling niggas out the fight 
that are bloody and stuff, cleaning them up in the bathroom, and then they're going ready, right back into going the right fight. Going right back into the fight. Like, no. no. <laughs> I just cleaned you so you could stay in the bathroom and yeah. not fight no yeah. more. Yeah, they would be, like, get cleaned up, and then they would come outside. You can see them feel... You could, They had this whole, like, refreshed look on yeah. their face. <laughs> <laughs> they came out no, looking... Too. Look, I'm look, 10 times better, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, like, they just got out of the corner. Refreshed like. look on their face. <laughs> yeah. They came back out and would have been back win. in it. Like, Trying to fix them up in the corner, like, bro, all right, dodge the punches. Ready, 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 ready. Hold your left hand up higher. It was a wild night. Like, girls fighting girls, dudes fighting dudes. And dudes, like, um... Oh my god, like, it was crazy. It didn't end. But what was crazy, the party was just about to end. It was 30 <laughs> minutes from the end of what, the party. What started the... No one knows. We okay, so <laughs> There's a rumor that a bitch started it. Like when, when I say you said like a myth, no one knows. No, no one no really knows. knows. There's, <laughs> there's no video there's, of the beginning. There's yeah, only like, a video yeah, of during. Of, of during. Like, like, so because obviously this fight broke out. Cops called all the other stuff. Of course, we're throwing the party. They want to talk to us. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I know the owner. I'm actually still really cool with the owner who colleagues. Like, I can call him right now and be like, I need the venue Saturday. Sure. Like. But that day. But that day. They told us to take a break. Yeah. They called all of us. All the promoting teams. Told Lit Nation. Take, y'all ain't allowed over here for like, a minute. Like, Lit Nation, Turn Up Gang. They, of they called all of us. Yeah. Because members break. of Turn Up Game was there too. Like, it was like, like a mix. Like literally all the, like this, like it, we were at a point where like. We Didn't we all reach support, capacity that night? We were over capacity yeah. that night. Like we were so far over capacity. We were moving furniture. Oh yeah. Because like, so the way the code works is for every piece of furniture that counts is X amount of bodies. Yeah. So to get more people inside, we were moving furniture. Yeah, like we were literally taking. You literally could see us taking yeah. it and moving it outside. Yeah, we were putting it in outside, outside or in the back or in the back. Like where you just it just wasn't in the way. Yeah, we cleared the VIP section just yeah. so we could, just so we can extend yeah, the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was, it was packed. Then so, the fight happened. Then yeah. yeah, so they took so, all the, so yeah. that happened on New Year's, right? It right. happened like right the Thursday, right. the Thursday right before New Year's Eve. Okay, so this, so this is actually well, kind of, a year ago. Yeah, this is yeah, actually really, this is actually kind of like Ooh. a cool little little story you got going on right now. Yeah. So, so that happens at the end of 2019. When did 18. 18. 18, Sorry, that's okay. You ready for this year to end? So am I. <laughs> um, so that happened at the end of 2018. When did Goofy Q Entertainment become its own entity? Within all of that. Within all that, so That's, basically at the start of the night, year, he made that was his decision. That, that was, in that his was head. like my last straw. That okay, night. so there was obviously a lot of things adding up. That was the one that broke the straw yeah. back. So mm. we're basically here almost at the end of the year, right? What in this last year has DJ Goofy Q, as himself and DJ Goofy Q Entertainment done? So DJ Goofy Q, myself, um, I did my first wedding this year. Mm-hmm. Nice, which was. A lot of fun. Um, and from that one wedding, it booked like three more. Wow. And like, yeah, and, and weddings are like money makers. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Wedding, weddings are money makers. Uh, LA trips. What else? What else have we done this year? We got Seattle. Yeah, LA trips. Nice. We got Seattle coming next week. Reno, even though Reno. it's a flop. Yeah, Reno. I've been offered gigs in Reno. That was a flop, a whole flop. But they we wasn't prepared. Back. We wasn't prepared. Yeah, we it was on us. We weren't prepared. Uh, Reno. Fresno's Friday, 
I've done San Francisco, Oakland, Vallejo, Vacaville, Fairfield, Pleasant Hill. That's this Saturday. Saturday, yep. Pleasant Hill Saturday this week too. Um, I've. It's a cool little bar if y'all want to come out. You know, white people and their crazy ass drinking. It'd be fun. It's a mission, but it'd be fun. Where? Pleasant Hill on Sunday. Saturday. 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 It'd be fun. So and I'm, it's worth I, it. it, it, it. I, I, it's worth it. I was skeptical when he told me where it was and I looked it up and I did. I do the reviews. How far is Pleasant Hill from here? I don't know. 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. Not bad but I'm the one who likes to do the reviews and learn about the place just in case you know, oh, well, there's been some shootings here. We need to bring X amount of thing, thing, thing. So um, I did reviews, and there was a lot of white people in the reviews. So I was like, oh, it's one of them. Not to be racist or anything, but you know, the yeah. white people be the. We, we openly talk bad about white people. So okay, so the white people be the crazy ones. Yeah. Be, they be the lit, litish people, though. Litish people I've ever met are white people. Oh, my God. They the ones that, oh, you want to jump off a bridge? Let's go. I know, I got half of it in me. That's why it gives me, you know, I can relate because my whole family's white and I'm the only black one. So I've seen them. Yeah, no, that's pretty damn accurate. (laughs) (laughs) The West will correct me when I'm wrong. Like, like literally. Let's go bungee jumping. I. Yeah, like literally, if you, like literally, if you got the time and you're able body, we we hang out out the river, we walk past the bridge. Jump Wanna off. go jump off that fifty foot bridge? Yeah, fuck yeah it. let's, let's go it. swing on this rope swing. Yeah. Even though that it looks like break. it's been here for fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a huge drop that could go really bad. Mark, yeah, no, that's yeah. yeah. So when, you, when you don't have a lot of stuff wrong in your life, you want to do is, anything. That's um, that's the bar to go to. So there's two things, two questions that I want to ask you, cool. and okay, maybe three because we've been first of all. Great fucking stories. Yeah, this is <laughs> fucking love them. Um, there's some commonalities I kind of like noticed throughout there. One, so I mean, not even a commonality. Like, what? How did you get from the mindset to go from okay, this thing that I'm a part of is not bringing me where I want to go? How did you? Get, how did you? You said the you said the fight was probably the one that brought broke the camel's back. But what was the mindset behind? Okay, I'm gonna do this on my own. Because that's a scary thought for a lot of people, especially right. going from like a crew, like kind of having everything set in stone to being like, okay, I'm going to do this on my own. Like, how did you get to that mindset? So I had help. So my brother's always been with me. Um, he's always been kind of been in kind of like, he, he's kind of like my compass sometimes because I might do something real stupid. He had like, hey, no. Wait, older brother, younger brother. We're not blood, so okay. we're just really good but friends. But you know that person yeah. you've known for yeah, like, yeah. your whole yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, That's, that's him. Yeah. You know how you three are. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah. All right. So I mean, been that way. So I had help. I wasn't yeah. like technically. I wasn't really, really in it by myself. I had him. I had her. I had uh, two friends of mine. Mm. Known as the Spicy Duo. Every right. king has his council. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I was. So I technically wasn't on my own. Okay. But I guess as you put it, kind of like that. That decision that I made by myself to go do it. To take that step towards. Take that branch. step. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. What kind of got me to it was just like you said. Like I saw the formula. That they had, but I also knew what we were capable of. So, and mind you, I'm at this point. I'm like 20, 25, mm-hmm. 24, 25. I should not be at no eighteen plus party, just kicking it. Like, I mean, theoretically, I shouldn't be there as a consumer. Mm-hmm. I was always there as kind of like the business DJ. Yeah. But there were moments where I realized, like, bro, like, 
this. We if we're doing this here, imagine we can do it twenty one plus. Yeah, a whole different game. So whole different, the light. I, I'm, on my, I'm, I'm on my I'm on my seat. Like like here, we kind of gotta pull their teeth a little bit to get to scrape up twenty dollars. They're eighteen. They ain't got no jobs. Yeah, yeah. And if they do get the money, it's not. It's not. They're not the ones who are usually making it. So right. Asking you're asking like for it. Twenty one plus. Jimmy ain't doing that. Okay. If you you're complaining about spending twenty dollars on an entry fee and you're twenty one and older, go home. Right. You're not go really. You're not really dealing with none of this stuff we're dealing yeah. with. And a lot of the money. And let's be careful. A lot of the money's made in venues is in the, is at the door, and at the bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the bar is the mm-hmm. biggest one. Yeah, the right. bar is the biggest one. Any restaurant, any club. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Eighteen even plus. Even music venues. You talking about like the workers like that? Like exactly. Right. That's all. So but eighteen and plus. Eighteen and plus. Not getting that. Yeah, yeah you're not getting that. We're barely even getting the hookah. Yeah. Barely. Right. They're just so, now starting it this year talking about if you want to get in, you must purchase a hookah so, for free. Like, if you want to yeah, get in for free, you got to buy a hookah. Yeah. So it's kind of like... We think that would already be a thing. Yeah, it was a thing at one point. They took it away, and now they're trying to bring it back. But yeah. they took it away for so long, people forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. But that's... that's this, yeah, 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 yeah. thing. But yeah, so I started seeing the potential of moving up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some agreed, some didn't. Those who agreed, they were willing to kind of help me out and kind of help push me a little bit. Those who didn't, they stuck with what they knew. Mm. So, I was like, you know what? Fine, I'm going to take the jump. I'm older. Because at this point, because, I, I mean, yeah, we doing our 18 plus thing, but I'm still going out to the 21 plus clubs. I'm still meeting other people, DJs, networking, stuff like that. Because I understand, like, hey, I can't just wait until the next party to make some money. I got to go. Figure this out. I got. Yeah. I mean, like, I know people who all they do is DJs. So I'm trying to figure out how are they doing it, talking yeah. to them, figuring out stuff like that. So I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. So this is what you did. This is what you did. Okay, cool. I think it's time for me to take that step myself. So that's what I did. Um, I made the step. Rubbed some people the wrong way. Mm. It's okay. I can yeah. now call them right now and be like, hey, bro, what's going on? We all laugh it up because we understood like what we did, decisions that was made. That I made was business. It ain't nothing personal. Yeah, it's business. If I know I ain't make a thousand bucks and work, what you want to make me seven fifty? It's not. I ain't gonna be here too long. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of where that's just kind of what did that, and that's what kind of helped make the step was like I knew what I needed, and I knew the things I needed to do to kind of like for myself. And if I wasn't getting exactly what I needed from here, I'm gonna go step out on my own and see if I can find it and get it. Because yeah. I always knew I could always go back and get that seven fifty, mm. but I wanted the one thousand. Yeah, yeah. So let's take what I know with my seven fifty and gonna make this one thousand. So that's just kind of what's pushed to us. So that was the first question you had. Did you? I got a couple more. Couple more. So (laughs) also, uh, one of the main commonalities. I mean, also with it is is this common theme of like resiliency that I'll be seeing with this. So from the beginning, you were talking about yeah, I messed up a little bit when I was just like learning how to DJ. I and then learning about territories, learning about. Even briefly, you were like, when you threw the party, that you said that that was a flop. When you briefly just mentioned Reno, it kind of being a flop. But you seem to be failing, but you seem to be failing up. Like, okay, like, yeah, at first I didn't know, like, how to mix a track. But now, uh, but now I'm, like, failing at, like, a 21-plus bar, but we weren't prepared. We're going to do better next time. How do you get that mindset of just, like, straight resiliency? Like, no matter what's happening, it's going to be fine. I think I, got, I think I got mine from playing sports. I was an athlete forever. I was three sport athlete, middle school, three sport athlete, high school. I even played Division One basketball at Howard. Like I've been a, an athlete ever. Mm. 
Um, and for me, it was just that kind of like, I'm going to compete. I'm going to compete with you. I'm going to compete with myself. So competing with myself is, oh, okay, you failed. Well, let's make sure you fail up. Learn from it, grow from it, and use what you've learned and keep going. So I think just like my natural competitiveness, my natural sense of I want to be the best that I can be. I'm not saying I got to be the greatest, but I want to be the best that I can be. And me being the best that I can be happens to puts me above some other people around me. Right. So be it. But I want to be at my best. So you lose, turn that lose into a win. I like it. I really hope people make it through that first really fucking weird part and get to hear your story and everything. Cause oh, man. Oh, I probably gosh. will. People I, like well, weird, crazy shit. Like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what they gonna talk about next? next? And then yeah, it gets yeah. to the story and you kind of like, oh, yeah. stop. So, we got an eclectic group of people who listen to us. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm they saying? look forward to it. I don't feel like anybody who like listens to us is like, I feel like that I've met, they'd be like, oh, I fuck with your shit. It's like hella like straight edge, straight edge and being like, but I'm like, no, you... You like like yeah. like we're like us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you gotta, yeah, fuck you gotta, us. <laughs> and I think that's one thing I like. Like like literally just looking at you guys is like it's three separate races. Well, I won't yeah. say races. Three separate. Y'all come three, three completely. Cultures, y'all, three really? three different cultures sitting yeah. right here. So it, it kind of like, and I'm pretty confident it portrays through your podcast. So mm-hmm. people will kind of they can hear the different cultures and they can kind of it, it it gives them the opportunity to kind of imagine like yo I wonder what they're really like outside of the podcast makes you guys relatable exactly and the fact you guys are relatable you pull in such an eclectic group of people because there's something different about all of you and they're like i relate to wes i relate to naps see what i'm saying like yeah it's kind of like yeah. It's, yeah yeah see what i'm saying it's, it's, it's kind of how it happens yeah i fucking like it so you guys cool if i yes yeah, yeah. give him so give him the jewel so yeah this one has been first off fucking thank you both for yeah. coming out this was one of the first. This is the first podcast where I came prepared with questions and didn't look at them once. Yeah, yeah. It was just that natural shit. Fucking loved it. Amazing. This is, this is gonna be one look that, that I like. Want to listen back to? Me too. Oh, yeah. Fucking love this shit. Um, so thank you for that. Also, uh, I always like to ask a question at the end of every podcast. Oh, by the way, Nessa models. We never. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. I ain't yeah. important. You know. When wow. we're talking about him, yeah. it's all about him. Well, we asked you to come back. That's what I feel like we said. Yeah, that's the thing. The right, we'll, we'll, we'll have another episode where we we have like we'll questions and stuff like that. We'll yeah. bring you both back, but it'll be more we'll focused on you. Because I'm sure well, people actually Because I'm sure people are gonna want like a second one of this. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm good. Like, can you imagine us? Can you imagine us having a modeling podcast? Oh, I was, I was prepared. You was prepared. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're definitely coming back. So at the so at the end of every episode, I always like to ask if there's just I mean, he has, you talked about so much already, but if there's one piece of information or knowledge that you've learned throughout your life, just something that rings with you that you want to tell the audience, doesn't have to meet, have to do with anything that you said before, doesn't have to do with anything, just one piece of information or knowledge that you can leave the audience with. Also, where can they find you? Oh, oh, sorry. definitely. So that's the first one. That's the first. That's the first one. That's All right. If you want to find me, I am on Instagram. It is very simple. DJ Goofy Q. That's right. DJ G Double O F Y, and then the letter Q. It's that simple. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, Instagram is right there, and my digital card is on Instagram. It's literally in my pictures. Just scroll down, you'll find it. I'll probably post it on my story again. 
Put it in right your highlights as well. Drop date. Put it where? Put it in your highlights. I'm gonna put it in my highlights. See, yeah, you I don't just got none of those. I just learned something so new. Like I ain't never. I'll be sleeping on the highlights too, bro. I ain't never really <laughs> oh, messed man. with the highlights. I like, have a couple highlights. So hey, so I we're gonna take care of that man. Of course, you know when close to the drop date, you'll see all this stuff out, and then of course I'll get you caught up again. But yes, you can find me on Instagram as the fastest way and the easiest way to get a hold of me. Yeah. I'm on Instagram as underscore dot Nessa with three S's. You can book me to be in your music videos, photo shoots, or anything else you need me to do. Look, I need to go look at her page. Fire. Oh, very fire. Fire. Very. Fire. fire. <laughs> fire. kills it. Right. Every photo shoot we put on, he kills it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's literally at a point. I, I will never forget the one we did right over there by the baseball stadium. Oh, Riverwalk? Riverwalk. Yeah. Hands down, funniest photo shoot I've ever been to. When I say every photographer was packing up. Don't. 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 Oh, okay, we're, save. We're saving that for part two. We're going to save that for part two. It was controversial what he was going to say, because I don't like being cocky, but low-key every photographer did come when I walked in. Part two. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> part two. Part two. Part two. Right? We just gave it to him. We're like, who's that? Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but you guys asked us, what is one thing that we've learned yeah. what, in One thing we've learned, yeah, in life, just one piece of information, saying something that you can leave the audience with. Drop a jewel on them. Drop oh, a jewel on them. We're going to call this the mini jewel session. Hey, okay. Um, For me, it would definitely have to be take your time and do it right the first time. So um, a lot of things in my life easily could have been avoided if I would have taken my time and done it right the first time. I have a full-blown college degree if I would have took my time and did it right the first time. I never would have got hurt if I would have took my time and did it right the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, I probably would be DJing on the air probably 102 right now if I would have took my time and did it right the first time. Um, I know for a fact I would have went on tour last year if I would have took my time and did it right the first time. So, and because I didn't take my time, I've been playing a lot of catch up in a lot of situations with artists, uh, radio stations, venues and stuff like that. And I'm making it work Mm -hmm. and things are gradually getting better, but a lot of bridges I burned quite. A, I burned my handful of bridges along the way, cause I just didn't take my time. Me, I would say since you know I'm a model, confidence is built within. You cannot go by confidence. You cannot force confidence. It is built from within. If you don't believe you're the baddest bitch or you're the baddest nigga, walking up to it, then you ain't gonna. Your energy is not gonna reciprocate that. Man. You could tell in a picture when she is uncomfortable or when he is uncomfortable. You could tell in a picture they don't know what the fuck they're doing and they know what the fuck they're doing. So, everybody always asks me, how do I get started in modeling? You've just got to take that first step and be confident and hit up somebody. Take some nice pictures, post them. You're going to get hit up. But confidence is built within. That's the one thing I've learned since I've started modeling. And with that, as always, enjoy the vibes. Enjoy the vibes, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me.